You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and of course, where they are now. So, hey everybody, what is happening? Um, so happy to be here with you today. Today is a beautiful day. I mean, uh, who doesn't like um, spring slash summer? But uh, thankfully, I, I guess I should say, in Canada, we had about a week of spring, and then the next thing you know, we had this the surge in temperature and right now it like the weather says it's supposed to be like 31 degrees but i bet you it's so much more than that um it's so humid and it's so hot but listen who doesn't love that after that um uh, that that cold winter that we just went through um i i just love the warm weather and i hope you do as well but one thing to uh, make a note of for sure is that i believe today the like there was a warning for today uh, uh being one of the warmest days one of the hottest days of the year so far so you guys make sure that you stay hydrated make sure that you have access to to a good um, air conditioner and or a good fan and that you um, know how to cool yourself down like um, sometimes there's been actually nights that I would have to go to my freezer all the way in my in my kitchen and take out an ice pack and then just hold them hold it in my hand or like go to the fridge and take out a a, um, a, cold, a cold water bottle just so I can cool myself down. So whatever you know that works best for you and uh, anything that could cool you down, make sure you, you um, just stick to it and that uh, most importantly, once again, you stay hydrated. Okay, enough of that, you guys. I have, I don't know, I just feel so good today. And uh, it could potentially be because, okay, I, I don't know why, but um, you guys know I'm a really die, <laughs> I'm a diehard MMA fan. And uh, it was even to my own surprise that it was just today that I figured out that we have a fight card this upcoming weekend on Saturday night. And how crazy is that? Because, you know, you guys usually come to me, like you come to TKO to get your uh, most recent news from the world of MMA and other combat sports. And uh, I just figured out about this card like today, which is just unbelievable. But I, I guess you can attribute that to the fact that this card wasn't uh, as well marketed as the previous three fight cards that we had, like not last week, but the but the week before, I believe it was, um, you know, that was because those cars were the first few uh, that were supposed to take place and occur after such a long layoff of the whole uh, organization of the whole UFC. So um, they obviously uh, received a lot of attention. But for this upcoming fight card, we haven't even been like there hasn't been even a poster of it out there yet. Unless you go out there to your favorite um, sports outlets, media outlets, and uh, specifically search up the fights that are supposed to be happening on this um, specific uh, UFC fight night card. 
So I don't know if we should blame the UFC for the lack of marketing or if it's just unfortunately part part of the situation. Um, uh, but, you know, at least now we know that we do have this fight card happening on Saturday night. And um, exciting news is that it is supposed to be happening in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it will be happening in the UFC Apex Center, which is like the... I should say, I'm not sure how to call it, but I believe it is like the UFC headquarters in Las Vegas. So it's this big, big building that has um, a, a very big facility of gyms, uh, workout facilities and pools and uh, recovery areas. And I believe it, it, like a real life octagon. So because they still cannot have any any people in the audience, except for the fighters themselves and their corner people, and the judges and the referees and the commentators, they uh, decided to have this uh, fight card in in that um, facility. So the fights will be happening, but again, no audience. But still, this is a big step forward because you remember uh, Florida State used to be the only state that would allow professional sports to take place um, uh, up until like two weeks ago. But right now we are finally uh, allowed to uh, we're allowed to have this actual fight card that is going to be broadcasted live in the state of Nevada which is a huge step forward a few weeks back the UFC wasn't even allowed to um, uh, get uh, fighting licenses for their fighters in the state of Nevada because everything was pretty much banned um, in, in the state but right now things have changed uh, restrictions are about to be lifted off just little by little, not just in Nevada, but uh, we're, we're all familiar with the fact that it's, uh, it's happening very, very gradually and slowly all across the world, in Canada, in the U.S., all across the world, which is exciting news. Um, but yeah, so this is what is supposed to be happening this Saturday night, UFC Las Vegas, UFC Fight Night in Las Vegas in the Apex Center. And importantly, we're going to be having a very exciting headline fight for that fight card, a fight, a welterweight fight between the former welterweight champion at the UFC, Tyron Woodley. Um, and he's going to be fighting off against the Brazilian talent, Gilbert Burns. So that is going to be our main event of the evening. And I just briefly took a look over the whole um, fight card, taken from the main card to the preliminary card. And uh, the, the whole fight card is stacked. So I would definitely recommend everybody to, to, to tune in to this whole fight card um, on Saturday night. It is going to be very, very exciting. For example, for the co-main event, we are going to be having a heavyweight bout uh, between Blagoy Ivanov and Augusto Sakai. And uh, we also, thankfully, we have a couple of more um, female MMA fighters fighting on this card. Uh, you, you might recall that uh, over the past couple of weeks, I was a little bit um, uh, uh, upset because there was only one uh, one bout that was a that was between two of our very very talented um, uh, female fighters. But that was that was about it. Everything uh, was just male fighters fighting each other which was great but uh, personally I would 
prefer to have more female fighters on every card, if not have them actually headline the 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 main card. So thankfully, thankfully we have more female fighters fight, fighting on this card on Saturday nights. We have the return of Mackenzie Dern, the world champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, I, I love her so much, and she's going to be um, having her comeback uh, against Hannah Cyphers. And also in the preliminary card, uh, we are going to be having a another interesting fight uh, between Antonia Shevchenko and Caitlin Chukagian, which I, I'm very much looking forward to as well so those are like the main uh except for yeah so so we okay i i don't want to devalue uh any of the other fights that are happening on this card but those are the ones that i'm personally looking forward to but um like i said before this whole fight card is just stacked so you guys make sure that you tune in to watch that entire fight card and uh depending on how much time we're gonna have for this episode we're, first of all, we're definitely going to break down um, Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. And if we have extra time, then we're going to get into some of those other fights that I just mentioned. But those are um, the big fights that are happening on this um, fight card. And we're so, so excited. Now, since we're talking about MMA and the UFC uh, amid this uh, whole pandemic, you guys probably are really well familiar with the fight island concept so we were told that a a entire island has been purchased for the sole purpose of professional fighting in it and we were told that we're going to be getting more news and update um, as we approach the month of june about whether or not we're going to be having um, any fight cards on this fight island and uh, so on and so forth. So far, unfortunately, no update yet. But I actually do wonder if if we are going to be having any fights on Fight Island because, like I said, restrictions in every state are are being lifted off little by little. So uh, I I really do wonder if there's actually a need for us to have a fight on Fight Island. Although you guys already know my stance on this whole Fight Island situation, I would love to have uh, at least one fight card uh, uh, on this Fight Island because it's just just by the sound of it, it's so surreal. Like we've never had that happen before, obviously. And if it does happen, it is definitely going to go down in history. And I just want to see it happen at least once. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that um, do think the same way as well. So again, if anything does come up with the Fight Island, we'll definitely keep you guys updated. One thing I do know, though, uh, is that they've already put out like um, outfits and apparel uh, for Fight Island uh, on uh, various online stores uh, affiliated with the UFC. So I I really do want to go online and just order a T-shirt because it's just so cool. And um, they're probably just limited editions, so they're probably going to be sold out soon. But uh, at least I just want to have a shirt that says Fight Island on it. Uh, But uh, anyway, so like I said, we'll definitely keep you guys updated if anything else comes up with the Fight Island. Okay, so yes, we do have that breakdown for you guys today. But uh, also talking about um, uh, some of the uh, stricter measures that are going to be taken for this particular fight card and, you know, moving forward, these um, 
um, uh, these strict testing methods are going to be um, uh, uh, are going to be done um, uh, in, in upcoming fights and upcoming fight cards. Um, so we we kind of already know a few of these, but the thing is um, now the fighters will be tested twice, not just once, because as we saw with the fight cards that took place two weeks ago in Florida in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, the fighters were only tested once, so when they originally came to the to the hotel uh, where the fights were happening, uh, they would just get the nasal swab, and that was pretty much it. But right now, um, so that that first uh, phase is still happening. When they arrive at the hotel, they're still getting tested, but also there's going to be a second test that is going to be done on the fighters and pretty much everybody involved. And that is a raid uh, on, on the weigh-in days. So the fighters and pretty much everybody else will be tested twice just to take the necessary precautions. Because, you know, even though you might test negative when you arrive at the hotel, who knows what's going to uh, actually go down in the hotel. You might contract the virus itself while, while you're staying at the hotel. So um, uh, it is totally believable and understandable what uh, what these um, uh, new precautions uh, require and why they're being done. So I actually do applaud the UFC for for um, straight like uh, making making their uh, testings and uh, and measurements more strict. So that's that's really good for them. Good for them. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, man. Okay. Anyway, so before we get started, um, I just I really do want to talk about um, this show that I'm watching, uh, this um, martial arts related show that I'm watching, and I did briefly talk about it in a previous episode. The show is called The Legend of Bruce Lee, and when I when I talked to you guys about it last week, I had only watched about like a couple of episodes, so it was still like um, it hadn't really uh, delved into the depth of the story and um yeah it, it was really uh, pretty much on the surface so i didn't i didn't really want to talk about it uh, on our previous episode because I, I i didn't know much about the plot just yet but right now i'm like i believe i'm, I'm like plus 10 episodes in and it's so good you guys i would definitely recommend everybody to go out there and um i don't want to like name names of the of the platforms that it's offered on, but um, it, it, it is offered on some of the most common um, online um, television uh, brought uh, like providers, <laughs> hence hit Netflix. So uh, it, I'm sure everybody can go out there and watch it. And uh, it's also available for free on YouTube. So uh, whatever platform you wanna choose to watch it from, it's just so good, uh, and I did. I told you guys that I'll do my um, cross-checking um, uh, because I want to make sure that the information that I'm watching is uh, actually accurate. And it turns out that most of it, it it actually is. But of course, for the purpose of the show, to make it more interesting and uh, I guess more dramatic, they will add in a, a few things here and there. You know, some extra fight scenes and uh, things that you're like, I'm sure this didn't happen in real life. But uh, just for the sake of the show and to keep it interesting and keep it action, um, it, 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 they just add those things in. And you just you can definitely tell, you know, from your own common sense that, you know, Bruce Lee probably didn't like 
go out there every single day trying to challenge every single sensei like karate sensei there is out there to 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 fight him every single day just to prove that um his own style of martial arts is the best one that there is out there um that probably wasn't the case but um you know talking about some of the characters that were introduced on the show so far uh, those are pretty accurate. I did uh, a little bit of research. I mean, I don't want to spoil the show for you guys, but uh, I just want to mention that um, this one was actually pretty interesting to me. So the show um, uh, it, it illustrates uh, the 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 scene between Bruce Lee and a karate sensei, a karate master, black belt. Um, this guy called uh, t- uh, excuse me if I butchered the name, but uh, Taki Kimura. So Mr. Kimura, uh, he he led his own squad of uh, karate students. You know, he was their master at the time. And, uh, you know, a lot of things went down. I don't want to get into it. But uh, Bruce Lee, uh, being, the, uh, being the fact that he just moved to America from Hong Kong after a lot of things went down in Hong Kong again, I don't want to get into it again. Um he wants to challenge Master Kimura into a fight to figure out whether the 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 better martial art form of martial art is karate or kung fu. So uh, the two fight, and um, uh, you know, apparently the the fight that the two had received a lot of uh, media attention and whatnot. And so in the show, it actually shows that Bruce Lee defeats Kimura in this uh, uh, well-publicized fight. And so Kung Fu defeats Karate. But then they also showed that the day, like a few days after Kimura is defeated, uh, he comes to Bruce Lee and he asks to be his student. He says that, okay, when you do say that Kung Fu is the um, more superior mar- form of martial art, than karate then I, I want you to be my master and I want you to teach it like teach everything you know to me so that like he really has this big appreciation of martial arts and he constantly wants to um, uh, just deepen his understanding of uh, of the techniques and the philosophy behind all those things so he wants Bruce Lee to be his master and so after a lot of, uh, again, um, uh, show things go down, uh, Bruce Lee finally takes on Kimura as his um, student. And later, actually um, did a little bit of research on who um, this Kimura guy was in real life. And so what I, what I actually found was that it wasn't like the two had a fight and, uh, you know, it, it wasn't as um, dramatic as they showed it on the show, of course. But um, uh the reality was that Kimura, Taki Kimura, he uh, he was um, introduced to Bruce Lee when Bruce Lee was only 18 years old. And when he was in his mid 30s, uh, he did know some karate, uh, but um, he like simply as as simple as it sounds, he just wanted to, you know, get to know Bruce Lee and he just wanted wanted to learn more from him and he actually encouraged him to open up a kung fu house uh while he was in seattle um because he just wanted to uh 
uh, I guess, raise more awareness of this form of um, new martial art at the time, because um, uh, at the time in the United States, karate was the most dominant form of martial art, and um, not a lot of people were familiar with um, uh, with kung fu. So he wanted to raise more awareness of kung fu. So that's how he started his friendship with Bruce Lee. And it turns out that the two were were um, quote unquote best friends until the end. Literally, like um, uh, Kimura was Bruce Lee's best man at his wedding. And unfortunately, when Bruce Lee passed away, um, uh, he 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 was also there to um, support his family, and uh, he was also present at his funeral. So um, it, and actually, okay, fun fact. To this day, while Mr. Kimura is still alive, going strong at 96 years young, and uh, he is one of the only people who is officially certified to teach um, uh, the the okay uh, the the original form of martial art that Bruce Lee invented invented himself. So he's one of the only people who is certified to teach Jeet Kune Do. Uh, he has been actually certified by Bruce Lee. So good for him. And, uh, you know, when, when you're watching the show, of course, you're just sucked into the show so much. But also you're learning a lot and uh, it intrigues uh, your your curi- curiosity as a mixed martial arts, uh, not just a mixed martial arts fan, but also as a general martial arts fan as to how did things actually go down back in the day? What was the reason behind um, why, say, Bruce Lee wanted to advocate for uh, for kung fu and martial arts so much and why did bruce lee want to incorporate some of his own philosophies of of um of uh, chinese martial arts into his own style of martial arts what was the reason behind it what was his motivation and uh, all those things so the show is great to watch once again the legend of bruce lee i would definitely recommend all you guys out there to go out there and give it a watch let me know what you think and um if i do uh come across anything uh else that is interesting in the show I'll definitely share with you guys next time. So uh, that that was pretty much it. And I'm still watching the show. And uh, I'm excited. That's probably what I'm going to be doing after I finish recording this episode. Anyway, so now let's talk about the breakdown of this fight card that we're supposed to be having in Las Vegas, Nevada between Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns. Okay, so... Believe it or not, this is going to be a very, very exciting fight. And I will tell you why. So, like I told you guys in the beginning, Tyron Woodley is the former welterweight champion. Now, you're probably wondering, if if you um, didn't really watch, like, originally, how Tyron Woodley rose to power and how he obtained the welterweight championship uh, for himself, then this is the section for you to listen to. So Tyron Woodley originally he was he was doing really really well in the UFC, and uh, it was right after he fought um, um, Kevin Gastelum, Kelvin Gastelum, that um, everybody just uh, paid so much attention to him and said, "Oh wow, like he's definitely a big contender in the welterweight division." And at the time, the the champion was Robbie Lawler, who who I. I it, it, it would be really um, not fair to say that he wasn't a good fighter just because he lost to Tyron Woodley later on because he honestly was. 
Um, he just had his own specific style of fighting. And uh, I would say one of the main reasons why Tyron Woodley was able to get the title, uh, uh, get the welterweight title for himself. And one of the main reasons why um, he was able to defeat Robbie Lawler, such a great champion at the time, um, uh, why, why he was able to defeat him at, at such time was because Tyron Woodley, uh, his style of fighting is just so explosive. And I feel like Robbie Lawler, that's, uh, of course, he at, at his time, he had faced so many talented fighters. But it, it was just that Tyron Woodley was a different type of fighter. His style uh, was just too much for certain fighters, including Robbie Lawler. And that is because of the fact that when he strikes with his opponents, um, he instantaneously makes that decision to be explosive. Explosive, and when I say that, just think of a very, very powerful um, machine that has like a thousand horsepowers. That's how, like, when he makes that decision, that's how much power and explosiveness he has. So he makes that decision instantaneously. He charges forward towards his opponent, and. Uh, Obviously, when you see someone like that coming towards you, you want to get into defensive mode. You want to do everything in your power to to uh, neutralize whatever's coming towards you, obviously. But in, in the meanwhile, Tyron Woodley, with his, with his explosiveness, he usually throws a couple of very, very powerful um, uh, shots while he's charging forwards. Uh, contributing to one of the main reasons why he tends to finish his opponents and actually that was the exact case when he defeated the then champion Robbie Lawler and how he became the welterweight champion so Tyron Woodley was doing really well in the welterweight division after he won the title um one of the (laughs) most controversial fights that he had was against um Stephen Thompson Stephen Wonderboy Thompson um the first fight that the two had was a, a draw, so they fought a second time, and it was a win. Um, uh, it was a majority decision, actually, in favor of Tyron Woodley. So although Tyron Woodley had showcased his explosiveness in that fight that he uh, got the championship belt for himself, uh, any every single fight that he had after that, it was, um, I don't want to say it was mediocre. It was just at a level that um, he was fighting really well. But it wasn't enough for the judges to score it in favor of him in a very dominant manner. So that was that was a little bit questionable, and uh, that was the case until he um, he fought the the current champion actually, Kamaru Usman. So he fought Usman. And uh, that was a really interesting fight because both guys, they come from a wrestling background, interestingly. And uh, it was just that Kamaru Usman was able to um, essentially demonstrate Tyron Woodley's game right in front of him, but in a better way, in a more efficient way. So that was how he defeated Tyron Woodley. Now, Tyron Woodley hasn't had any fights ever since then, and this is going to be the first fight uh, that he's going to be having ever since that loss against Kamaru Usman. 
But things aren't as easy for him at all because he's going to be fighting one of the most underrated uh, fighters in the welterweight division right now, Gilbert Burns. So Gilbert Burns has had notable uh, notable wins against people like Damian Maya, people like Gunnar Nelson, and uh, Olivier um, uh, Aubin Mercier. So he's a really good fighter, and actually, he most recently fought in in uh, this past March. Uh, when uh, when the pandemic was going on and the UFC actually had its very first event that didn't have any audience, so Gilbert Mer- uh, Gilbert Burns, excuse me, he just fought. So it it is going to be interesting to see how he's going to perform um, against Tyrant Willie, especially because you might think that um, you know after. How, how long has it been? Like a month something? Like a month and a half? Barely. How well he's going to be fight, fight off against Tyron Woodley? Is he going to be tired? Uh, has he recovered well um, from his past fights in March? And uh, another thing to also think about is whether or not Tyron Woodley is going to be experiencing any sort of ring rust because his last fight was a loss and that was uh, more than a year ago or, or like a year a year and a couple of months ago yeah that's right so it is going to be interesting uh, what is actually going to happen on fight night so for that very reason i would encourage everybody to tune in to um, ufc fight night in vegas uh, headlined by this great bout between Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns. And personally, talk, just talking about it right now to you guys. I'm so, so excited. I wish it was already Saturday night and I could actually watch this fight for myself. But alas, the time will come. And uh, all I can say is that you guys make sure you enjoy the moment. Again, I know things aren't like how they were before. But all you can do is to make the best out of it. And that is my best um, advice to everybody out there listening to this right now. And oh man, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Fortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episode. And also SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time. It's your girl, Janan, right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.